Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you guys are currently listening to episode 57, hosted by yours truly, Alex Erickson, with uh, guests from Adam Erickson and Matt Rungi. Uh, you can find more of our content on our socials on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Shot the Side. Send us your comments, questions, and concerns in the comments section below or quicker answers. Send them to our mailbag at shotdecide at gmail.com. With that being said, we have some fun storylines to discuss today. One of those uh, Adam might be particularly particularly interested in, in the Suns beating the Nuggets in Game 3, 121-114. to 114. Uh, Me and Matt touched a little bit on the Celtics win over the 76ers in Game 3, but we'll go a little bit more into depth on that game. We'll talk uh, the Game 3 with the Heat and Knicks that just wrapped up, which, you know, saw some of our injury questions between... No, Jimmy Butler and Jalen Brunson, uh, both playing, kind of get answered a little bit there. Uh, plus, much more NBA news and a lightning round at the end of the show. Uh, but first things first, guys, let's hash uh, some of these bets out. We talked about in our last episode with me and Matt. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a bet on who we think is gonna come out of the Western Conference and you know possibly win the finals. So uh, let's get started um, with our bets, boys. Um, Obviously, I'm a big LeBron fan, so there's no mystery in who I'm picking. Uh, I'm going the Lakers. Matt and Adam, wow. who are you guys going in the West? Uh, I think uh, it's a pretty obvious choice for me. I'm still sticking with the Warriors. Dub Nation. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Adam? Oh, yeah, no, I'm going with the uh, defending champions on this one. I don't even know how you can go with the Lakers, but, you know. Wait, you're going, more with, pow- you're going with the Warriors? More power to you. Going with the Warriors. <laughs> you're not going with the Suns. I thought you were going with the Suns. Oh, no, 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 no. That's on the first side. No, no, I'm just talking about in the Western Conference in general. Oh, no, yeah, then for sure the Suns. Yeah, no, <laughs> no question about it. I was gonna say, like, is is he not a Devin Booker Suns fan anymore? I was so confused. Oh, I there. thought you were. I thought you were going through each game or each series. No, we're making our bets right now. So, like, I'm thinking either, you know, a case of beer, maybe tickets to the NBA Finals. <laughs> Probably can't afford yeah, that. That's but... not happening. <laughs> a trip to Disney World. Yeah, I mean, what are you guys thinking? We should do for a bet on. Uh, Whichever team makes it further. Right, well, loser has to buy the champagne for the NBA Finals. Okay. I like that bet. Okay. Yeah, I like that. How many bottles are we thinking? A couple? Two bottles? Three bottles? Enough to make that podcast great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's got to at least be a bottle. Each. Okay. Yeah, at least three bottles. All right. Three, three bottles bottle. of champagne. Put it on the board. Um... It's live, so I mean, <laughs> I mean, you gotta go by it now. So we're going. Hey, and none of that, none of that cheap shit either. <laughs> just, just, I want just a good fifty dollar bottles of, of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn, we might as well do NBA finals tickets then. Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> All right, I got, I got LeBron, and the Lakers. Matt's got Steph and the Warriors. Um, Adam's got the Suns and Devin Booker. So, um, yeah, I mean, bottle of champagne, three bottles of champagne. You can't go wrong with that. So, um, put it on the board. 
Um, our first storyline, though, guys, Booker and Durant combined for 86 points uh, to kind of soften the Nuggets' lead to 2-1 in the West semifinals. Adam, I'm going to open up with you on this just because you're a Suns fan. You picked them in the bet. Uh, what do you see out of this Phoenix Suns team at home against Denver that you know we didn't see in the first two games? You know, I, I think we, we knew that Denver were going to have their two games at home. And obviously they took those two games. And once when it got turned over to, to Phoenix, I feel like we saw like exactly who the Suns like are and what they can do. Like, especially on that last game when, when you see 47 out of Booker, 20 out of 25. I, I know that's not going to happen every game. But like that's that's some great effort out of a out of your superstar, especially leading that team. And I mean, you you still look at at Denver and what Jokic still he, he set a record for first person to ever record a what twenty five fifteen and fifteen game. Is it the first time ever? I think first time ever in the playoff. Okay, yeah, that's not too bad. I mean. So it's not like they're they're going against you know, you know a bad you know opponent that game. Like it was a, a well fought out game, and the Suns proved that they're by far the better team. By far the better team. By far. Wow, that by is far. that's strong. Uh, granted, it's only one game. It's one win, and it was basically just Booker and KD. Because uh, as you can see in the stats sheet, I mean. No other Suns player put up more than seven points, which uh, could be a concern going into the game. Uh, I, you kind of don't need to when Devin Booker's putting that up and Kevin Durant is still putting up 39 points. Like, obviously, there's going to be some games, especially on those away games, where you're going to need so much more out of your bench. I mean, it's, it's a team game for a reason, but when you got Kevin Durant and and Devin Booker on your team, it's a scary matchup. <laughs> Matt, didn't uh, Adam just say, you know, it's probably not likely that Booker's going to go 20-25 again? I, th- I, think, I think he, he might have just so said like, that. Can you, just, yeah, have to turn can my you count on Booker to put up, what was it, how many points did he put up? 40, 45, 40, 45 points. Uh, can you count on that? 47, yeah. Actually, I mean, Maybe he does it another game in Phoenix, but throughout this series, honestly, he'll probably do better than that. Oh, probably, he's got a fifty piece in him. I I feel it. <laughs> There's that overconfidence in Adam and the Suns, just because they get one game in Phoenix. Hey, if, if you can put up seventy points in a basketball game, I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> I guess so, but uh, Matt, turn it over to you. Do you think um, I know Adam's confidence in in Phoenix? Do you are do you have that confidence in Phoenix, or is you know Denver going to probably you know come out stronger and defending Booker a lot better in this fourth game? Um, you know, I mean, I, I don't really think he can defend Booker. I mean, it's kind of just like limiting him. Um, I don't think he's going to shoot eighty percent from the field again, but I do think. I mean, he's averaging close to like 37 points per game in this um, whole entire postseason. So I think you can pretty much count on that he's probably going to score at least 30. And 
if you're the the Nuggets, you kind of want to just have lim- limit him to around like that 30 range versus when he gets up into the 45s, 50s, then then it's uh, going to be a tough night for the defense. Um, the bright side for the Nuggets is that um, DeAndre Ayton's absolutely hot garbage. Um, he got yeah. outplayed by Jacques yeah, Londale. Like um, and was and he got less minutes yeah. than Londale. I also saw a video of him ignoring Chris Paul on the bench, which is pretty funny. Um, so don't really know what's going on there with him. I mean, that's but, not surprising, um, though. I mean, Chris Paul I mean, does talk a lot, so sometimes you kind of just have to, you know, tune him out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, anytime you have two players like Katie and uh, Booker, like, I mean, you're going to be in any series. Like, those guys alone win you games, as we, as we saw last night, so. Um, I think this can- series definitely got a lot closer after this last win. Um, I think they do have to take game four, though, um, if you're the Suns. Don't want to go down 3-1 when you uh, lack depth. I feel like that's pretty tough For on sure. the team. Yeah, I mean, K- KD didn't shoot the ball that great. He went 12 of 31 shooting, so I thought Denver did a pretty good job of, you know, not necessarily stopping KD because you can't stop him, but at least slowing him down from, you know, shooting consistently. Um, in that game but you know I mentioned previous in the episode before on Friday night um, if you guys listened or didn't listen make sure to check it out but I said KD and Book would have I I think me and Matt both said you know they'd have to get around 80 points um, and then also get some help from their bench so check mark on both of those you know both you know KD and I guess not the bench part because the bench didn't really step up that much but Definitely on the KD and Booker side, you know, they put up 86, which is six more than we, you know, even thought they would. And then um, I believe Matt said, you said Devin Booker has to be more of a facilita- facilitator. Uh, got you a nine assist. got this, Alex. Yeah, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, he got you nine assists, though, in this one, which was great to see. Uh, I was on the opposite end. I thought KD needed to bring up um, some of his assist numbers, which... You know, I thought maybe five, six, seven would be good. He got you eight, so that's one more. Um, I'm not sure if the Suns had uh, our episode running in the locker room, but uh, they clearly took what we said, and uh, they probably weren't listening to it, but it, they clearly took what we said and um, kind of applied it to that second half and, and, you know, got it rolling. Yeah, I mean, definitely. They pretty much took our, our wisdom to heart as – they both fulfilled what what we thought it took to win for them. God, facilitates a tough word, guys. You gotta get facilitate. At least at least I got it the second time around. But uh, yeah, I mean, looking at Denver though, I didn't think Denver played that bad on the offense fit. I mean, MPJ shot the bell ball well from three. Uh, Jokic, Murray, both all three of them combined for eighty three points. Uh, KCP, Aaron Gordon didn't play that well, but those two are kind of their defenders and, uh, defending last night for those two were not that great because, um, if you guys didn't hear, you know, Devin Booker and Katie both went off. So, um, I think the key to Denver, the X factor is, you know, you gotta be able to kind of limit Booker, uh, from those, you know, not necessarily like getting 40 points, but. You can't have him walking up into, th- you know, walk up threes. You can't have him getting easy layups. Uh, I think KD had like three or four dunks that were just on the fast break. Uh, credit campaign now. Camp- campaign did a-, a great job of 
pushing the pace, but also finding, you know, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant in those moments, try to, you know, get them easier shots. And um, I believe, I believe that word is facilitate. Right, right. (laughs) Great job facilitating there by campaign. Um, But um, you're going to need more out of that bench. Adam, what, what can this bench do for Phoenix to kind of, you know, take some of that load off of the backs and shoulders of KD and Booker? I, I didn't think that the bench did all that bad this past game. I mean, TJ Warren put up seven, Land- Landau put up six, Shamit put up four, Terrence Ross put up five. You think that's great? So, I mean, no, it's not, it's not, it's not great, but it's not bad either. But the, like the true thing, like the one thing that I saw glaring in this whole roster was uh, Aiden. Yeah. Aiden looked like straight booty cheeks out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, he's supposed to be their third star, especially with Chris Ball being out. So I expected him to be, push, you know, the weight a little bit more. But wow, he he looked like a little baby out there. <laughs> For sure. Uh, guys, predictions for this series now that we've seen Phoenix actually win a game. Uh, personally, I'm going still Denver in about six games. Uh, Matt, we'll go to you first, and then Adam, you can finish off this Suns segment. Um, I'll probably go with Denver as well, just because I don't think Aiden's going to pick it up. And I, I mean, it's pretty tough to score 86 combined as a duo, uh, night in and night out. Also, Murray had kind of a pretty bad game yesterday. They were pretty much carried by Jokic for the most part. Um, he had actually had a monster game too, 31-17-17, yeah. I think. Um, but I, I just think that they have they have a lot more depth. Um, they actually have a few bench players too. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with Nuggets. Solid. Adam, you're probably wow, going different. Just... Disappointed in you guys, but I mean, I get it. I get it. You guys just don't want to choose the obvious pick in here, but I'm obviously going to go with the Suns. I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I'm just going to be blunt with you. Okay. I mean, I expected you to just call us out and say we're hating again, but um, can't really hate when Denver's leading this series and, you know, they're not really running the risk of players being injured, so. Um, yeah, I mean, it should be a fun series, Adam. You're, you know, you got to hope that Phoenix comes back in this, but, um, Hey, get ready. Buckle up. You're going to see the D book and KD show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're gonna have to buckle up and hop on that bus because, uh, that bus might stall out a little bit in game four if, uh, Nuggets adjust their defense a little bit more, but, uh, moving on to our next game of the night um me and matt kind of touched base on this on friday's episode uh we caught probably till halftime but uh Embiid put up 30 points wasn't enough against tatum and the celtics as the celtics win game three 114 to 102 to take a two to one series advantage with game four set for sunday at 2 30 central time on espn uh, boston is favored by three in this one guys uh what does philly need to do to even this series up or do you guys see Boston kind of running running away with this? Start with Matt. Uh, you know, I think 
really it kind of all boils down to James Harden for the most part. I think uh, we saw in game one, he had an incredible game, and then all of a sudden uh, James Harden just, uh, there's an MIA out for him right now looking for him. Um, but we have no idea where he is. We have put him on uh, telephone poles looking for him right now. Um, hopefully he shows up for the next game, but... Um, I mean, we we know Embiid's hurt right now, so like that's that's why a lot more falls on Harden's shoulders. Like you can't be that bad shooting. Um, I also saw like there there's one play in the game where he had a easy floater that he would normally take, and he just completely passed it up and turned it over, which was really strange for him to do. So it's like almost like he wasn't confident in himself at a certain point, which is really not like James Harden. Like he, James Harden usually like, I mean, even if he's bricking shots, he should still be taking them yeah. just because eventually they'll start falling. Um, I think you'd rather have that versus uh, watching PJ Tucker fly the ball at the rim as hard as he can. True. Yeah. There was a lot of times during that game where I, I mean, even when James Harden and Joel Embiid were doing that pick and roll at the top of the key and you know, Embiid set some solid screens, even with being injured. And, you know, James Harden had some open lanes. And, you know, some of these layups where you kind of expect him to make, he was just kind of not attempting them. And maybe it's because he was, I believe, one of 10 at at one point in the game early on. Uh, He was just passing to the corners for, like you said, Matt, shooters like P.J. Tucker and uh, I think Jalen McDaniels had some run time in that first half. And, uh, yeah, it's just... (laughs) You'd rather have James Harden take the, you know, the easy buckets or quote unquote, what would be the easy buckets. But um, Adam, uh, are you a big, are you favoring Boston this series or do you think Philly can, you know, you know take it to a game five split at 2-2? You know, I was, I felt pretty confident in, in the Sixers after their first win. And then after that, yeah, you know, everything fell apart for me. I, I I don't see any chance for them winning the series against the Celtics. I think the Celtics have way too much firepower on their hands. They have just as good as defense. So I I don't see the uh, Sixers really making it too big of a series here. Probably like a 4-2 series, if even. Okay, kind of like the Denver series with the Suns. With that, uh, that'd be in- incorrect. <laughs> no, no, I was kidding, man. But uh, the thing that really caught my eye though was just like the difference between the passing between two teams, especially in that first half. Uh, and then you know, when we think of passing between uh, some of these good teams in the history of the NBA, you think of you know, the Spurs obviously come to mind with Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker, but then uh, if we want to go Adams route, you know, Steve Nash and those Suns days, uh. Uh, and that Mike D- D'Antoni era where, you know, they were passing the ball really well. Um, but getting on to this Boston starting five, I thought they looked really great. Uh, you can tell they've been, you know, with each other for a while. I think this is like, what, two or three years where this starting five has kind of been together. So, I mean, uh, you can't say that about Philly's team, which kind of didn't look that great when, you know, things weren't going their way. It seemed like they kind of went iso ball with Joel Embiid. Matt talked about how injured Joel Embiid is. So, uh, you know, it, it was kind of a struggle early on. And um, if Philly has a chance to maybe come back and steal this game four, which is 
kind of weird to say it's stealing on home court, but um, I think they're going to need more, you know, ball movement like Boston's doing, but also, you know, getting Embiid in positions where he can make a quick, you know, adjustment, quick movements to kind of, you know, get easy buckets, but also pass out to open shooters like Maxi, Harden, uh, et cetera. Exactly. Exactly. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't like I don't like the Seventy Sixers chances. No, I mean, <laughs> and then and then you and then you have <laughs> and then you have. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I don't like their chances either. <laughs> Great point, Adam. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to add from that? <laughs> oh. MVP, baby. MVP, Joel Embiid. So I do want to bring up to you guys real quick. Like, so we all know, you know, there's been some, you know, kind of talks about if they're going to sign Celtics, sign Jalen Brown uh, this offseason because he'll be a free agent. Obviously, it depends on if he, you know, he might make a little bit more money if he makes one of those all NBA teams. But um, if he is a free agent this summer, I'm, you know, every team's probably going to give him a max. I've heard talks about the Timberwolves. Maybe that doesn't happen, but yeah. yeah. What? I've heard a lot of teams interested in giving Jalen Brown a max deal. And, you know, does Jalen Brown maybe want to move on knowing that he's been involved in so many trades? We know he was involved in the trade for uh, KD that didn't happen. Uh, I think there was some other players too that he was involved in trades for, but uh, in my eyes, he's probably one of the best second like duos, like partners that you can have on a team. He's not going to be your number one star, but uh, you know, in this league, like he's the best two, probably one of the best two second options you can have. Would you guys agree? Oh yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Every team would want a Jalen Brown. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I don't know about the best. I feel like one of the best. Probably LeBron and AD are pretty, pretty good for right. a combo. Uh, same with Devin Booker and Durant. I feel like those are two pretty solid combos. LeBron's best combo. In take the league. them over. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not <laughs> saying he's the best, but like he's one of the best. And you know, do you guys see? Yeah. I mean, obviously Boston's going to want to try to keep him, but. Um, it's kind of up to Jalen Brown if he wants to stay in Boston, which I don't see why he wouldn't. And it would probably be because of the hypothetical trades that were, you know, circling that franchise. But do you guys think he stays in Boston or do you guys think he's a better matchup in on a different team? I actually go figure. I mean, it's just kind of funny how, how they're playing the Sixers, but I could definitely see, Jalen Brown on a Sixers team without James Harden. So this being Jalen Brown, you know, being the, the second man in Philadelphia, because I I see I see I see James Harden out of Philadelphia after this year. That's just me. So then I'm looking at, especially you're not going to leave the MVP on on his own team by himself. Like you you're going to want to bring him help. So, if they could get Jalen Brown, I think they definitely would, and he would be a def. I think he'd be an upgrade for 
offensively and defensively definitely defense defensively but yeah i could see both but do you think Jalen brown's gonna want to play for the sixers i just i don't i can't see him i don't think he has anything but i don't think he has anything against the sixers i i'm just spitballing right here i mean no, this is fine. early yeah this is early yeah matt what about you um i, I kind of have to see how like the playoffs finish off first because i feel like I feel like he fits in Boston pretty well. Um, him and Tatum are a pretty solid combo. I don't know why Boston wouldn't pay him the max to keep him. Um, uh, otherwise, I feel like maybe he could fit in with maybe like a... I mean, I don't know if they have the assets to be able to get him because I don't know if he'd have to be traded or like a signing trade or something like that probably. Um, but I could, I could def- definitely see a team like... Uh, the the Mavs trying to get somebody like Jalen Brown um, to pair with Luca because he definitely needs a second star if Kyrie's gonna flee in free agency, which I kind of expect him to. I mean, do you think Dallas has those ass sets though? <laughs> Why would you put? Because I don't think Dallas that? has any assets that you want. <laughs> that they probably don't. They probably don't have the assets to do it. I just feel like not really many teams have the assets to do it. Like. I mean, it's Jalen Brown. He's pretty dang good players. Probably top twenty-five in the NBA. Um, at the one team that maybe could have the assets to do it would be like um, the Brooklyn Nets. Funny enough, or um, the Knicks. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Knicks. Or the Knicks depends on what they give they got up. I mean, I would. The mo- well, they have one of the most. They have probably the most draft picks upcoming. Up there with OKC. Especially first rounders. Yeah, I just like. Yeah. I just don't like any of like their players that they would trade. Like I would want no part of R.J. Barrett, um, <laughs> Randall, or any anything like that. But um, yeah, that they could definitely be an option too. I mean, even like the Thunder could be an option. Like maybe they wanted to like trade like Chet wow. even for him or something like that if they thought they're ready to win now. I'm not saying they would, but I'm just saying like that. You never know with a team that's up and coming. Like, they're pretty close to making the playoffs this year. True. Uh, you know, comment in the section below. How many times did we say assets in this segment? We'll uh, maybe give you a prize <laughs> if you number or name how many we did. But, uh, yeah, I mean, good points, guys. Um, we're going to take a short break, though, when we come back from the break. We'll talk about Jimmy Butler on the Heat taking a commanding 2-1 lead. I shouldn't say commanding. It's a decent lead, but definitely feels like it. Uh, and then after that, we will get into our lightning round and end the pod. So we'll be right back. All right. Uh, welcome back, guys. Um, let's talk a little Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. You know, Jimmy and the Heat, as I said before the outro of the break, uh, they take a control or they took control. Of this series against Jalen Brunson and the Knicks, winning 105 to 86 to go up two to one in this uh, in Game Four or with Game Four on Monday. Uh, so I'm not sure if you guys caught this game, but uh, with me being a little sick, if you guys can't tell, uh, I've had a little bit more time on my hand to just watch all these games, but also take some notes. Uh, I do have a few notes from the first half, and then I'll kind of just open it up to you guys, and then. Uh, we can talk about, you know, the full game second half. But um, the things that I noticed in this first half, first off, offensive boards were a big thing for Miami. They had nine of them 
in that first half, which really helped them to get out and transition and then also score a lot earlier. Um, Knicks also, I mean, both teams were bad shooting. I'm sure you guys are going to talk about that, but uh, Knicks were especially bad at shooting. Went two of 16 in that first half on threes. Uh, it should have been three of 17, but they made one of Julius Randle's uh, step backs towards the end of the second half, a two. Um, so two of 16 isn't great, especially when two of those threes, the two threes they made came from quickly who comes off the bench. So um, not that great. Knicks were down 19 at one point in the first half, cut it down to 14 at the half. Um, and also just seeing Jimmy Butler looking healthy. Uh, second half, probably a little bit different. He uh, did step on, I think, a foot late in that third quarter. So, I mean, we saw him ha- um, kind of hampered running up and down the floor after that third quarter. But he poured in 50 points in that first half, shot 7 to 14. Uh, Struce looked really good on offense and defense, not only from three, but also had some good driving lanes as well. Um, and then Lowry played really well. Uh, only shot one of five in the first half, had seven points, three assists, but his ability to just kind of get out and run and start that transition for the heat, uh, helped them get out to that big lead in the first half. Um, what are your guys' thoughts just you know, not necessarily on the first half for the Heat and Knicks, but uh, we can kind of open it up to the full game at this point. Very bad game, honestly, offensively. Um, both teams were terrible shooting the ball mostly. Um, the Heat did a good job of getting to the line a little bit more than the um, the Knicks, especially in the first half. They got to the line more. Um, and then they also started out strong. Jimmy Butler um, scored 10-plus points in his – sixth playoff game already this year which is pretty insane uh the closest player to that is four with 10 plus first quarter points um so getting off to a nice hot start was um as you would expect for the heat um a good thing um i think at at one point it was like 23 to 10 in the first quarter um so that was nice nice for them um Definitely got the crowd into it. Anytime you're playing at home, you want to get the crowd into it. Um, so that was good for them. Um, the, the Knicks really just kind of seemed flat all game long for the most part. They, they, they really didn't like – I don't know. There, there was no point in the game where I was like, the Knicks are going to win this game. Um, right. I pretty much – pretty much from the end of the first quarter, I was like, they're choking. <laughs> like Randall and uh, Brunson combined 0 of 10 from 3, which is um, – pretty awful um not gonna win games when your star players are bricking shots left and right um but yeah i mean that was pretty much my takeaway from the game it was kind of just a flat game by the knicks good game by the heat defensively not so much offensively but when you have suffocating defense that um i mean they shot 20 percent from three that's pretty awful um eight of four yeah i mean you're gonna win a lot of games that way Right, Adam, what did you see out of this Knicks squad that um, maybe you can take into the next game and maybe steal a game in Miami to you know make this series a little bit more interesting? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we just we need to see more out of uh, Julius Randle. I mean, the Knicks squad just looked depleted. It, they didn't look like they had a lot of energy throughout the whole game. And 
on Miami's side, they just played so consistent. They, they dropped 29 in the first, 29 in the second, 29 in the third, and then 18 in the fourth. But we, we need to see more, more consistency out of the New York Knicks for them to even have a chance in this series against the Heat. Because we know what we're going to see out of the Heat, especially if Jimmy Butler's playing. But it, it all comes down to consistency for the Knicks. And especially their bench needs to play. But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't see I don't see the uh, the Knicks um, pushing past the Heat. Yeah, I mean, both these teams play with a certain type of physicality. And we saw Miami just, you know absolutely destroy them whether it was going for loose balls uh pain presence um i think they out rebounded new york too and you know partly that's on mitchell robinson getting in foul trouble early and not playing i think he only played like 15 minutes in this game um so not having you know you can't really count on isaiah hartenstein to kind of lock that side of the ball down especially with bam at a bio um, Kevin Love started for them. I thought he looked really good. Um, but, uh, Adam, what out of the Heat? I, I know the Heat went 28 of 31 from the line compared to the Knicks 16 of 22. So getting to the foul line for Miami was definitely a big part of this game. Uh, was there anything else besides, you know, Jimmy Butler going up off for 28 points and two blocks uh, that kind of can take away from this Miami squad going into, you know, the rest of the series? I'm. I mean, we just see that that Jimmy Butler is that much more experienced than anybody on the New York Knicks squad. So, yeah. I think we're, what we're seeing is just you know the veteran veteran experience of of Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry and Kevin Love, kind of just pushing pushing past this young inexperienced Knicks squad here. Yeah, and Matt, um, you know, just watching the game, especially in the second half, I I loved how Miami used some of these brush screens to kind of get Jimmy Butler moving into, you know, some mismatches, but also allowing, you know, later in the game to have some flare screens with Kevin Love, Duncan Robinson, Max Schroes, a lot of these shooters when they were, you know, trying to double team Jimmy Butler, but also... You know, it frees up some of those shooters. What did you like out of that Miami, you know, team when it came to kind of the X's, X's and O's? Uh, I mean, really not much on offense, honestly. I mean, they shot right. terrible, too. There's 20, 22% from the three, 38% from the field, which is, I mean, it just shows how good their defense is. I mean, really it comes all down to the X's for them because their defensive game plan um, worked to a T against the Knicks. They, I mean, they were out of sorts the entire game, pretty much. Um, and I mean, Jimmy had a great game, like um, just from a standpoint of like getting to the line. He shot eleven free throws. Um, that's kind of Jimmy's game is just kind of like, you know, sl- slowing the game down on offense, taking up time, and then playing good defense, uh, limiting possessions for the other team. Um, and I just thought they did, they did a good job of playing Heat basketball. Uh, which is basically play good defense, uh, limit your turnover, stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the stat sheet, it's pretty horrendous. I mean, from the Knicks side, 
Brando went four of 15, 10 points. Terrible from your second star. Brunson was all right, but also didn't shoot that well. 26 and 8. Hart gave you 15 and 12 boards off uh, in the starting lineup. Or was he off the bench? No, he was starting. Josh Hart. Yeah, he was starting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you had quickly who gave you some points early, but he went down with injury with, I believe, 620 left in the fourth. Um, could be a game changer for the Knicks not having, you know, if quickly doesn't play in their next game. Uh, you guys, I mean, you might have to like dust dust off Derrick Rose and maybe have him play a little bit of minutes. Uh, do you think Derrick Rose gets some minutes in this game or do they go somewhere else? Uh, you know, if I know Tom Thibodeau, he's willing to play his players 48 minutes if he has to. Um, so I highly doubt he dusts off Derrick Rose, but I mean, maybe. Uh, I doubt it though. You put D Rose in, the series over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Before the Knicks, it's over. (laughs) Adam, is that what you were uh, trying to say when you muted your mic? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) We got it. We got it. Also, guys, did you see um, what Tyler Hero was wearing? I did not. No, I didn't. You didn't catch it? So he was wearing this, like, light baby blue, like, fluffy hat. Uh, I like to call it that baby blue fluff, but uh, <laughs> that baby blue fluff. <laughs> it, I mean, for somebody who's going to be on the bench for the rest of the year, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what Tyler Hero has in store for, you know, maybe not on Kyle Kuzma's level with uh, some of the stuff he pulls out, but um, we know how uh, how much Tyler Hero likes to, you know, flaunt some of his stuff on the sidelines. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting. You gotta have some drip when you can't play. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Well, do you guys have any uh, closing remarks before we get into the lightning round? Anything you guys want to just open up, talk about? You know, I'm just I'm just super excited to see the future MVP of the league, Devin Booker, <laughs> win the championship. I, I mean... the. I, I know you guys have the Nuggets, you know, sweeping or not, not sweeping. even sweeping, but we didn't say sweep four two. I I just I'm just feel dis- disrespected. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it could <laughs> it could be like a gentleman sweep, like a little four one, but um, <laughs> I I mean, they this, got one. Yeah, <laughs> this is just the start. This is just the start. All right, we'll see in the betting um thing or in our bets. I mean, you might have. I mean, for the Suns, like Matt said, like they've got to win this next game to even have a sh- chance. I think if they lose, so how, game four. How are we doing this? Um, what? So we have two losers. So uh, are the two losers have to buy all three of us two bottles? Oh, uh, split it. Yeah, you guys could just split it. Oh, you just split, split it for it. the winner. Yeah. Okay. And of course, okay. the winner gets the first sip. So that's just. A guarantee, but so you you guys just figure out how you're gonna split that <laughs> up and here's you know. <laughs> here's a trash talking coming. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's gonna come down to uh, between me and Matt that Lakers Warriors series, which already looks like it's gonna be a, a great one and one for the books. So um yeah, I mean these next couple games are gonna be telling of you know kind of how these series, you know, kinda run their courses, but um, time to get into the lightning round, boys. 
if you guys don't know, uh, just the rules for the lightning round. So like normally, play or like how you play lightning with your friends. Uh, the first player is safe whether or not they uh, get the first question right or wrong. After that, the two opponent or the, yeah, the two opponents will take alternating questions in which you must get uh, two of those questions correct in a row in order to win the lightning round. Uh, this time around, I believe Matt has the questions, so uh, I'll open this up to Matt, and uh, hopefully he has enough questions to make this thing last if it goes long. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, you guys, uh, we're going through my questions pretty quick last time. Uh, Two-time <laughs> defending champ over here. <laughs> All right, we're going to uh, – who, so who wants to start for the lightning round, actually? I'll let the two-time champ start. Two-time champ start? Damn straight. All right. Damn straight. We'll start out with uh, – we'll go with a rookie of the year question to start out. Um, Paulo Bencaro became the third Orlando Magic player to win rookie of the year, joining Shaq and what other Orlando Magic player? <laughs> <laughs> A, Penny Hardaway. B, Mike Miller, C, Dwight Howard, or D, Mo Bamba. Oh, it's definitely Bamba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely Bamba. Yeah, this is too easy. This is too easy. It's going to be C, Dwight Howard. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, he didn't it win. It was actually B, Mike Miller. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, Dwight didn't win Rookie of the Year? No, I guess not. No. I mean, no. Not, not who sure won who won it that year, year but. Uh, I don't know, but. Jeez. That I one I... felt way too obvious, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I threw Mo Bamba in there, too, to throw you off, thinking I was throwing a couple no-namers in there, like Mike Miller. <laughs> so how does this work? Do I get back-to-back questions or do i have to get one right and then adam has to get the next one wrong again and then i have to get another one right is that how we're doing it i think so that's how we had been doing it okay well i guess it's better to start first then but yeah or maybe when somebody gets one wrong (laughs) i can give it to like the person to try to get it right or something oh yeah i'll go with b mike miller (laughs) no i meant like going forward but yeah, yeah, we'll just yeah. give you the next one. So, uh, which NBA franchise has had the most rookie of the year winners with six? And this could include other, t- before I read them off, like this is just their current team name. Um, it can include like where their previous franchise was too. Um, so a, the LA Lakers, B, the Sacramento Kings, C, the Minnesota Timberwolves, or D, Golden State Warriors? <sighs> this is a tough one. I'm mean, surprised Philly wasn't in there. You said six, right? Six total. But like the, Fran- this could be franchise like history? any franchise team, like just in yeah. history. Yeah. So running off the top of my head, I, I want to try to be a homer, but also not because I know – I know KG won it. I know Cat won it. I know Andrew Wiggins won it. Uh, so that's three right there, just off the top of my head. Um, fuck, I don't know if there's anybody else though in franchise history. 
You said the Lakers, Kings, and Warriors as well? Yep. And they've all, all three of those teams had previous franchises too. Right. I mean, the Lakers have been doing it a long time. Sacktown, I don't think, has... I don't think... I mean, they're one of the newer... Not They're not the newest franchise, but one of those newer franchises. I'm not going to go Sacramento. Uh, Golden State... Oof, I know how much Matt loves Golden Sa- State. Sacramento's not, not that new. No, I know, but they're not like... So one they, of those they were the Kansas City teams. Kings before that. Oh, Kansas City Kings. Well, geez. I mean, I think I'm throwing one in the in the dark here. Um, jeez. I. I think I I'm gonna go. I, I think I'm gonna go Minnesota Timberwolves. I'll just go see Minnesota Timberwolves. The T Wolves. <laughs> That's yeah. wrong. T-Wolves, they have had guess? some. Last deal. Last yeah, deal. you can steal. I'm gonna go with the Kings. Is I think I'm pretty sure it was the Kings, right? The Kings were actually second. It was the the Warriors with oh. six. The Warriors have six first. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like. Or I mean, rookie of the years. Chris Webber, Mitch Redman. Um, let's go. Then we go even further back. Jamal Wilkes. So a bunch um, of players we have never heard way back in the day. You've probably heard of it, right? Rick, Rick Barry, Wilt Chamberlain. Oh, Rick uh, Barry, Chamberlain, yeah, I suppose. And Chris Webber. Yeah, we should have cool. known. Yeah, we know should have known it was Golden State. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Kings were definitely close, so they had five. Um, a lot, a lot of those were way before this, though. Yeah. All right, so not great start. Zero and two for me and Adam. Well, <laughs> technically. I'm 0 and 1. Adam's 0 for 0 for 2, especially on the steal. <laughs> what? Now, right. now we should be now getting me, right? into Adam's territory here because the, the next uh, three questions are Suns questions. Oh, okay. wonderful. Let's go. All right. So there's a lot of pressure on you here, Adam. <laughs> it's pressure on <laughs> me. What are you talking about? There's no pressure, there's none. <laughs> All right, uh, only two players have scored 45 or more points with two or less free throws in the playoffs. Devin Booker is one of them, and blank is the second. A, Kobe Bryant. B, (laughs) Michael Jordan. C, AI. Or D, Jerry West. Two or less free throws, 45 points. So it was Michael Jordan. A was Kobe. B was MJ. C AI. D Jerry West. Ah, I'm gonna throw it back. I'm gonna go Jerry West. Is that your final answer? Final answer, locking it in. Ooh, we're just <laughs> we're just striking out here today. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to try for the steal, Al? Yeah, I'll try for it. Um, I feel like it could go either way. Yeah, I, I mean, I know MJ and Kobe take a lot of free throws. I, I'm going to go AI. That, that is correct. It was AI. Aye. Not a big free throw shooter. He's a yep. scorer, though. Yep. <laughs> wow. All right. So I have a chance to win right here if I get this one right. 
No you pressure. Caught, come for the upset. You're you're a pretty big <laughs> underdog. <laughs> I wouldn't say a huge underdog, but yeah, there was a good uh, margin. I'd say a pretty underdog. big underdog. There was a good margin. All right. How, how many times in the playoffs has a player scored 40 plus points on 80% shooting in the playoffs, including last night's performance by D book himself? A two B three C four or D five. How many times has it happened before? What the fuck kind of question is this? God damn it. <laughs> God, I really wish uh whatever <laughs> when they were actually when I was watching this game they would have brought up this stat. Maybe they did and I wasn't paying attention, but uh, I'll also give it to you if you get one of the players right. Oh, there's fucking no way. Um, Which I, oh, I don't think you'll get one right. <laughs> oh, so it's not two. So, because Matt made it seem like there's more than one well, of those I mean, players. It's, there's still multiple players. Like Devin what? Booker and at least one other person. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll just tell you it's not that common. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, three, whichever three was. And then, uh, hold on, can I name somebody? Sure, you can name one player. You give um, let's see. Um, Dan Marley? <laughs> Dan Marley? <laughs> uh, no, you're wrong on both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you, you want to take a stab at him? I'll steal, I'll, I'll steal and I'll go five. You want to guess a player, too? Uh, can I guess multiple players? Yeah, you can guess. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll give you a couple. Okay, I got Steve Nash. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Nash isn't one. Uh, and I'll go AI. Nope, both wrong. And it was four. Four down. You want to know who the three players are? They're, Let's see they're was one dirt. of them AI. No, they're Dirty. Dirk, Terry Porter, and Elton Brand. Wow. Yeah, no. The only one we would have gotten would have <laughs> be been like, like Dirk. Dirk. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have guessed it had to have been like a power forward or center just to have that field goal percentage up. Um, yeah. But that's still pretty impressive for, you know, what Devin Booker put on, you know, he put on a show uh, for that's the fans in Phoenix. Yeah. Absolutely killed it. All right. Now I th- we're going back to Adam then. Um, so who is the last Suns duo to each score 35-plus points in a playoff game? A, Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire. B, Steve Nash and Sean Marion. C, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Or D, Sir Charles and Kevin Johnson. Ooh. Ooh. I don't. Oh. Is Adam a true Suns fan? <laughs> Damn. They both scored 35 plus in one game. I see. I know. I know. If if Amari had 35, Steve Nash probably didn't have 30. He probably had like 18 assists. <laughs> he could have. So, I, I can't give it away. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> Steve Nash. I, honestly, I can't lose. Too, 
No, I know. He's he's had some big games, but I don't know if he's matched that in the same game as Amari. So I'm going to go with Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton because I feel like the new school action scored more. It's more points. Well, unfortunately, that is not, no not going to be right. Um, DeAndre Ayton, Damn. I don't think, scores 35 very much. Um, Just against the Timberwolves. <laughs> you want to take a, a steal at it? What was the answer, D, again? It was Charles Barkley and who? And uh, Kevin Johnson. He's point guard. One of the best uh, in Suns history. Yeah, I just don't think they scored that much back in the day, so I'm not going to go with that. Um, Charles was also MVP. Right. So Um, is Nash, though. I mean, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Steve Nash and Amari Stedmire. Oh, you guys are just striking out left and right. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not that, a big Suns fan. So. It's actually uh, B, Steve Nash, and Sean and Marion. I was going to go with really? that one, too. Damn. I thought, I thought maybe one of you guys would get it. Since I did two Steve Nash ones, I thought you would figure it'd have to be one of them. Uh, yeah, I should have put that together. I should have put that together. But, That's rough. Yeah. That, that yeah is tough. I, I was like... I don't think I've ever seen Amari and Steve Nash both put up thirty, <laughs> but I didn't even I didn't even like take into account of Sean Marion. Yeah, he used to be pretty good. Yeah, he was pretty decent. Yeah, we might have to make like a part two just since this lightning round's going long. But uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll have the part two come out after the actual uh, podcast episode for uh, episode fifty seven comes out. But. Um, so we can take as long as we want with this, but hopefully one of us can kind of end this. <laughs> but um, all right, I'll, I'll give you. A, who's this one? It's Alex. Yeah, it's, it's my job. Alex. Yeah. All right, so we're done with the sun's questions now. So thank God. Um, <laughs> Damn! Wow, I struck out. Now we're now we're moving into the the Lakers territory a little bit. So oh boy. Um, <laughs> Don't blow hopefully, hopefully this, this LeBron fan is actually a Lakers fan too. Um, we'll go, going into tonight's Lakers and Warriors game, there have been the Lakers have won how many straight games in a series that's tied one-one? A zero, B three, C six, D nine. Does that make sense? Yeah, so like, like you're when the talking series about one one. Yeah, like how many straight games have they won? Franchise history in the, yeah, for I the mean, Lakers. Just like they're on the current streak, right? So this can happen any time in the playoffs. Yeah, but this it's could also, be first round. Yeah, and they rattle off like six, nine straight. Um, it's got to be something high in their history. There's no way it's just like zero. Well, it could be zero. I know. I don't think it is zero in their long history. If it is, I'd be shocked. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with nine. I'm just going to go with the highest highest answer. The highest answer. Wow. Yeah. You're actually correct. It, it is nine. They've won nine straight games in the series tied 1-1. You see that, Adam? So. That's how a Lakers fan does it. Not a fake Suns fan. <laughs> yeah, Alex, you, you guessed on that shit. Hey, I guessed right. <laughs> I should have probably put one higher. 
<laughs> All right, so then mm-hmm. who does it go to now then? You have a chance to win or what? Well, no, it goes to Adam. And if he gets, it, Adam. Yeah, if he yeah. gets it wrong, then I have a chance to steal, which makes it easier because then I have a one out of three chance. But yeah, uh, it's totally up to Adam. Okay, so this one is more Warriors based. Well, completely Warriors based. Uh, Steve Kerr won his it. 17th playoff game by 25 plus points. Tying which coach for the most blowouts all time of 25 plus points in the playoffs? Um, A. Phil Jackson. B. Greg Popovich. C. Doc Rivers. Or D. Chris Finch. Well, it's definitely not Chris Finch. <laughs> no, it, it definitely could be. Hey, you never know. No, definitely not Chris Finch. <laughs> no. So you got three options. <laughs> All right. Then it was Doc, Phil, and Pop. Pop. All of them won a lot of playoff games. <laughs> I know my answer. I, I know Pop has played by far, or he's coached by far the most playoff games. So I'm going to go with Popovich being my answer that is correct it's yep. greg popovich 17 easy. as well what an easy question for adam Jeez, not, Wait, not that easy sir. phil's been a lot of playoff games i was thinking about phil but i was like popovich has been in a shit ton of playoff yeah. games pop just runs a clinic too he's putting up 25 plus wins <laughs> I mean, if you guys really wanted a short lightning round where it ends up quick, uh, you're not getting it here. <laughs> Keep the questions going. <laughs> All right, now we're going back to Alex here um, with another Warriors question. Actually, how many career playoff games has Clay had with eight or more three pointers? Is it A two, B four, C six, or D eight? It's a good amount Too of them. Easy. It's a good Too amount. Easy. It's um, eight threes. That's a lot of threes. Yeah, it's either six or eight, I think. And uh, that's you know, that's eight's like eight three pointers, right? I, I I got that, but I I feel like you're trying to like do a little matchup here with eight threes in eight of those games. So I don't know. I mean, he got got one of them this week, so you know it's at least one for right. at least two. Um, you know, eight's a big number. I'm gonna is go it that s- big. I'm gonna go six. C. C. Is that your final answer? It's the final answer. Actually, is C. It's six. Wow. Six hey. games. Wow. <sighs> Wow. Pre- pretty impressive by Mr. Clay Thompson. Yeah. Shout out to Clay. Pretty impressive of Alex Erickson guessing that right. Hey, <laughs> I do what I do. I think uh, you might have to put your hands in there next time you're answering, so I make sure you're not looking it up. Honestly. <laughs> Just kidding. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> Just keep <laughs> both my hands on the mic. <laughs> No, you have to be like this the whole time. Oh, boy. I don't know what it could be. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to... I think it's back to Adam now, then. Um, 
Jaron Jackson Jr. was the second youngest player to win Defensive Player of the Year award. Who was the youngest to win it? A. Dikembe Madumbo. No, no, no. B. Rudy <laughs> no, Gobert, no, no. a Frenchman. C. Kawhi Leonard or D. Dwight Howard, Superman. I know what it is. See, damn, this is tough. So it's Dwight, Kwai, Matumbo, and Matumbo. Um, definitely not Matumbo. He was probably fifty when he entered the league. <laughs> yeah, he has won four though. Keep, keep in mind. Yeah. Who's the last uh, one? What Dwight's won, he's won three. I'm going to go with Dwight. Dwight's he was two, young when... Rudy's two? won three. Oh. Kawhi's won two. It's definitely not Kawhi. Damn. I'm I'm torn between uh, Dwight and... Um, who is the other guy? Tumbo. Oh, Gobert. I'm torn between Dwight and Gobert. But I'm pretty positive it was it was Dwight cuz Dwight was younger on the on the Orlando Ma- Magic. Yep. Is that your final answer? That's my they, final yeah, answer. Dwight came out of high school, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That is correct. It is Dwight Superman Howard. Good answer, Adam. That's what I was going to go with. Now we'll throw it back to Alex here as I'm running out of questions here. Um, uh, looking for the steal here. Hopefully somebody ends it soon. Please. I, mean, <laughs> I might just get uh, just, <laughs> the Which current NBA team has three former most improved players on their team? Oh. A, the Milwaukee Bucks. B, the New Orleans Pelicans. C, the Miami Heat. Or D, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Most improved. Um, Let's see. Well, it's... it's, I don't think it's the Timberwolves. I don't know. (laughs) You never know. I don't think it is. is. The only one I can think of that it might be is like Conley. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's the most. Maybe it is, but it's it. You wouldn't just have one (laughs) player in there. Um, What were the other teams again? So it was Timberwolves. It was as the T Wolves, Bucks, Heat, and um... oh, I can't even remember. Let me check. Um, Bucks, he and the Pelicans. Okay. Um, um, between the Bucks and the Heat on this one. Really? Not a big BI fan? Hey, Alex, don't forget to look it up. Are you looking it up? No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. You can see both my hands. Um, 
All right, I'll just uh, I'll say bucks on this one. You go bucks. Is that your final answer? Final answer, bucks. <laughs> oh Jesus! No, it's not the bucks. Damn. Yeah, you, you have a uh, an answer, Adam. Uh, can I can I steal for the win? Yeah, where's your hands, Adam? <laughs> yeah, you you can steal for the win here. Okay. He's got auto type into his computer with his voice. <laughs> you got to name one of the players too. Right, I can name two of them. Okay. You just have to name one. Though. Possibly three of them, but I, I if don't you, know. If you can name all three, sure. then it's for sure a win. Okay. It's it's the Heat. Yep. And it's uh, it's Goran Dragic, Victor Oladipo, and. Oh, Duncan Robinson? No, Duncan Robinson. I'm th- <laughs> just kidding. Wasn't it? Was it Kyle Lowry too? Or no? It was Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. It it was Jimmy buckets. Um, yeah, Jimmy buckets. Yeah. J- no, they don't have Dragic anymore. It was Kevin Love was the third one. Oh, Kevin Love. Yeah. So it was. And then and then it was Oladipo. Yeah, Caleb, Jimmy Butler, and Oladipo. I mean that. I got two. I got two. They're close three. to having four, honestly, because Dragic used to be on the team. <laughs> yeah, but damn, that's kind of impressive to have three of them on your team. That's hey, sad. just like a three-time champ. <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone. I should have gone with my heart with Miami on that one, but. Uh, I, was, I thought you were. I was thinking I too much were. in my head on that one, but it's all good. The the Bucks actually have two with it because they had Dragic on their team, didn't they? Yeah. And them and him and Giannis. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking, but it's a close but game. Just um, didn't think hard enough. Yeah, good win, Adam. Better look next time, Alex. <laughs> I had chances to win. I definitely did. I just uh, kind of like can't beat the triple champ. Kind of like the Phoenix Suns are about <laughs> to do. Uh, I just choked that one away. So, uh, excuse. Uh, hey, you can't watch you can't choke when you're down two one. They're <laughs> underdogs now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Everyone loves a good underdog. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're definitely going to make this into a second part for the the podcast episode because. Uh, personally, I don't want this to be an hour and 40 minutes, uh, for the listeners. (laughs) So, uh, we'll just make this a fun little listen for, uh, whoever's, you know, on the road, um, going for a jog, a hike, whatever it may be, uh, that maybe want to, you know, hear some questions and maybe outdo us a little bit. So, um, yeah, I mean, thank you guys for listening. If you listen to, uh, make sure you listen to the, uh, not only, the episode that came out right before this one, but also uh, Friday night's episode with me and Matt, we discussed, you know, that Lakers Warriors series. Uh, we touched base on a lot of NBA stuff. So, um, but thank you guys for uh, listening to the shot side podcast. If you enjoy the content, make sure to like, and follow uh, while also checking us out on our socials on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I believe Adam, I believe you're going to have a TikTok coming out soon, right? On your top five all time favorite players. It's gotta That's be coming right. soon, yeah. isn't it? It's gotta be coming. It, oh, it's 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 right around the corner. It's like right the it's corner. like we've been waiting like almost a month just for you to. I mean, you're teasing us with this list. <laughs> it's gonna be a good one too. And speak of the Suns, you're gonna see a lot of Suns players in that. Wow, <laughs> I am shocked. I did not see that coming. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. 
<laughs> yeah, but um, you know, big shout out to my guest today and Matt and Adam. Adam, congratulations, three time champ at the lightning round. Matt, a uh, lot of good input today on um, some of the stats you gave out and also the questions for the lightning round. So uh, thank you guys uh, today. Make sure to stay tuned for more episodes coming out. Uh, I'm thinking we have an episode, you know, episode 68 coming out on, you know, Thursday night or Friday morning after, you know, all of those game four and fives have kind of wrapped up in the playoff uh, scenarios. Um, uh, if that's okay with you guys, but we'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, but, uh, from us here at shots side, we want to wish you guys a happy Sunday and to, uh, take a look at some of these game fours between the Celtics and Sixers at two thirty central on Sunday and also the late game on TNT at seven, um, central between Adam's sons versus the number one seeded nuggets. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions, comments, questions, or concerns, please type into our section comment section below or send it to our mailbag. That's shots aside at gmail.com. And as always, guys, don't forget to peace out, boys. Peace. <laughs>